men, we need to take our health more seriously than I see today. I just see too many guys not prioritizing this. And I think that that is something we need to remedy as the evolution of masculinity and men in the world today. I love this because these are very basic things you can do that can set you up for success. My name is Johnny Elsasser, and I'm a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger and Tactical Commander to the U.S. Ambassador's Protective Detail. I have seen the struggle even the most hardened men have faced when they combat their inner demons, and I am here to shine a light on those struggles to show that no man is exempt from adversity and internal pain. Men from all walks of life share their stories of hardship, darkness, and perseverance so that every man knows that whatever he is going through, he is not alone. Evolution for men begins now. This is a Soul Fire production. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Art of Masculinity. Today, I want to dive into the health aspect of men. Now, we've talked about this on the show before, but one of the biggest things that we as men fail to do, and there's a select group of men that do this, but obviously, I think majority of men out there, the average dude is really failing in their attempt to prioritize their health. Now, it's easy to make an excuse because I coach men and I hear this all the time. Part of what they come to me for is the fact that they want to get their health back in order. It's part of gaining your own sovereignty, but it's understanding the fact that you have to prioritize it, which means that it has to be a non-negotiable for you. Now, health isn't just about fitness. It's not just about working out. The other pieces to this that are just as important are your diet and your sleep, right? And so these are three things that I prioritize in my life, which is working out, good sleep, and then a healthy diet. Now, there is the philosophy that you can sit there and really dial in your diet. You can actually deprive yourself of foods, be resentful of how you eat. And then that causes a lot more frustration and it's not, it's unsustainable for a healthy lifestyle. I don't promote that. And I think that's one of the things that we need to kind of debunk here right now. Now, I'm not a promoter either of this bullshit of like Atkins diets and the fucking Weight Watcher bullshit. And, oh, you can eat all the carbs you fucking want and you can still be good. Like this is dumb as fuck. All those things are stupid. Most of them are just trying to get you signed up for a bullshit subscription that you're never going to stick with, or you're going to abuse and you're not going to do properly anyways. The fundamentals of this are, for my opinion, of how you create a healthy diet is that you actually structure how you eat around maybe a set of macros, which I think are very important. Bodybuilding, we use this. And then not only that, but just healthy lifestyle. It's a great way to give you a ton of flexibility with what you eat, especially for my guys out there who are all cooks, like myself included. I love cooking. I, I enjoy it. And I want to be able to have variety in food. Well, one of the biggest pieces to that is living by a standard of macros. Now, macros are important because you know what you're... And now, it, fuck off about calories. Like, Let's stop talking about that. Just know your fat intake, your protein intake, and your carbohydrates. Now, the other piece to this is not just knowing those, it's actually eating high quality products. So that means your meat is not injected with hormones. You're not eating shit that's injected with um, steroids and you're eating organic and pasture raised meat. And that is incredibly important because what we are, what we eat ate. 
You know, Sean Stevenson said that a long time ago, and I really, really hold that philosophy high in my life. And I tell people about this all the time, but you are what you eat ate. If you're what you're eating ate shit was eating all kinds of GMO seeds and fucking grain and all this other bullshit, you're receiving all of that toxicity on the other side of that. If it's obviously injected with things like hormones and antibiotics and all this other bullshit that can really harm you, you're eating that stuff as well. So just remember that when we're talking about this, you're looking at the quality of meat that you get. You're not just saying, Hey, my protein intake is X. So I need to eat that per day. And I'm just going to go get whatever meat possible. Now, trust me, I used to do this until I learned better. And that was part of one of the things that I can prevent you from struggling with is that I'll teach you that now. Eat quality meat. Number one, it's going to taste different. 100% taste better. Um, I didn't realize that until I had my first cut of like organic beef, grass-fed organic beef, pasture-raised. And I just, because I, I lightly salt and pepper like my steaks. I'm a big fan of red meat and a little bit of salt and pepper. And this thing is just absolutely amazing. Now, the first time I had it was actually in Australia. Fun fact there. But after that, it turned me to only eat high quality cuts of beef that were of that grass fed, organic, pasture raised nature. Now, this is important, not just for the flavor, but again, like I told you, for what you're injecting into your body after you process this. you I mean, your food has the most intimate relationship with you than almost anything else external to you. The reason why is because its first interaction with you is in your fucking body, guys. Like you are processing this. It is literally mixing in with your body and you are deriving nutrients from it. There is no more intimate process. And you do this on a regular basis all day, every day. So just remember that Food intake is important and the type of food. Now, the same thing goes for having your your vegetables, your fruits, all of it should be organic. Now, obviously, let's be real here. There is a level of percentage that is allowable for organic foods to receive of like pesticides and stuff. Now, it's not that they're sprayed with pesticides. They typically, from my understanding, is they allow that variation, minimal variation, simply because of the fact that a lot of organic farms, especially for mass producers, could be next to or close to a farm that is not organic. And therefore, if pesticides or anything is blown over onto that other farm, you're allowed to have like trace trace levels of elements in it. So let's be very clear on that. But that is way better. If you're not growing your own food, that's way fucking better than eating one that's covered in pesticides, which is designed to kill microorganisms. I'm going to give you guys a test here. What is your fucking gut made of? Microorganisms, your microbiome, your flora, those things help you to stay healthy, help you to have a great immune system, help you to process hormonally all the things that are going on. That needs to be preserved. When you're eating shit that was fucking sprayed with stuff that's designed to kill that, what do you think is happening in your body in those moments? Just think about that. That was enough for me to say, fuck off, I'm going organic, right? Now, again, 
This is this has to be a priority. This isn't a oh, I'll do it when I make more money. I get it. It's a little more expensive. Organic has come way down in price. It's way more accessible. You're even able to get organic at fucking Walmart these days. So don't tell me you can't go out and fucking buy this stuff. Okay. You can eat a predominantly organic diet by making sure that you just fucking go out, go and buy it at the store and look for it because every store is bringing organic in. Every store is bringing in their own even private labels of organic, which is tends to be cheaper than some of the, the little more nuanced companies that you'll find at like Whole Foods and stuff. But let's let's just be clear here. This is a priority for all of you guys. So get on your macros, right? To start dialing in a diet that is sustainable, right? So your carbs, your proteins, and your fats, that should all be based on individually how you are looking at yourself and what you would like to look like as a body type. So it's going to vary for every single person out there. Either get yourself a coach or find a fucking macro app and just plug in what you want to fucking do. And then it'll spit out your macros. That's better than what you're doing now if you're not on any kind of program like this. Now, that's the the first thing that I talk about that I want to talk about is that health aspect of your diet. It needs to be sustainable, guys. And the other piece is, I'm not saying that you have to... I understand life is life. We all want to go out to dinner with friends, have some drinks, or you want to take your spouse out and have a good time out on the town. I totally get that. And I'm about that life too. Trust me, I do love that. But it's making sure that those times are, you know, like seldom compared to the times that you're eating majority. So you can live a majority well. So you can live on a philosophy of something like an 80 20 diet, right? So an 80%, you're very clean, you're strict within your macros, you're always organic, all that stuff. And then that 20% variability is like the times that you go out and the times that you're spending with family or friends, holidays, maybe things like that. And trust me, by the way, if you are a cook, I've literally gotten my holidays to be all organic. At this point, I've gotten my holidays to be all organic and no fucking onions uh, because my wife cannot do onions. So trust me, I've done some uh, hurdle jumping for making my holiday meals actually an organic meal as well. But you can branch out from your macros during those times more or less is what I'm referring to on that. But that's what I'm saying is you live by your macros about 80% of the time, 20% of the time you can have that variation, which keeps you predominantly staying in a figure that you are happy about. Because when you couple that with fitness, now you're in a place where you can actually sustain a healthy lifestyle make sure you're taking care of your microbiome and make sure that you're allowing yourself to be fit, to look fit and to feel confident in how you look. So that's the other piece to that. But your food is a priority, guys. Hammer that into your fucking head. Don't eat this bullshit from Weight Watchers and all that stuff because I guarantee you majority of it is all fucking GMO'd and pesticide and everything else. Sure, they may have some organic stuff, but compared to what you're going to pay on that to just making your own fucking organic meal, I guarantee you is cheaper. So you may as well just go fucking do it and get off that bullshit. Do your macros, get on fucking organic foods, call it a day. Now, even for my alcohol drinkers, there is organic wine. Make that a specific 
thing that you go for if you're a wine drinker. You know, that is something that my wife and I, we don't drink very often, but we will have some wine in the house. And if we decide to have a glass one night or a couple glasses one night, we have organic wine in our house. That's what we do. Now, making sure that you do that helps you to also kind of stay, again, consistent with not allowing pesticides into your stomach, not allowing these things that are going to cause inflammation and harmful um, deterioration of your microbiome. That's what we're trying to preserve, right? Because then, then your immune system drops. So that's the other piece. The last is your sleep. Now, I was the biggest person on not having good sleep. The first thing we have to debunk right now is eight hours of sleep. I still see this stupid shit everywhere on the internet. I hear people say it and I'm like, you're fucking dumb. Eight hours of sleep means fuck all. You cannot have eight hours of bad sleep and think that you are going to be very good the next day. That's not how it works. Your body doesn't recover that way. Hormonally, we don't actually work that way. And our recovery with our HGH and everything else, that the processes that happen within our body for the recovery to take place while we're sleeping is engaged by the different types of sleep that happen every night. Now, if you're not using a watch like this, like this is a Garmin watch, right? If you're not using a watch like this that can track your sleep, it's very hard to know when you sit in those cycles. But at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is ensure that when you go to sleep, you're getting high quality sleep, which means that your body has a variation between REM sleep, deep sleep, uh, and light sleep, okay? And that's what we want. Now, it bounces between those all night, every night. And in each space of that, your body's doing different levels of recovery. And you don't want too much of any of those individual spaces or individual buckets because when you have too much, it actually deteriorates the quality of sleep because you're not getting the variability of the different levels of recovery that you need. So just remember that when we are talking about this, we're talking about quality of sleep. Now, you can ask my wife and I can show you my fucking Garmin. I am actually incredibly optimal and I feel great off of six hours of sleep. I am amazing six hours of sleep. And if it's the right sleep though, right? Like if it's shitty sleep and I'm not, and I don't have that variability within each bucket of my sleep cycle, it's not going to be great for me the next day. There's going to be something that drags. Now, but if I do my sleep process, and I'm going to get into this in a second, which I've talked about before, but let's dive a little bit here. But when I get into my process to get me prepared for bed, the sleep that I receive is always high quality. And in that high quality sleep of six hours, I thrive the next day and I feel it as soon as I get up. I know at this point in my life how my body feels when I've had a great round of sleep the night before and how that's going to affect my day and vice versa. I also know when my body did not get the right sleep and I need to see what happened, whether my process the evening before changed, whether I didn't do something correctly, whether I incorporated something that I normally normally don't do, whatever it is. I have to evaluate that to know what my sleep looks like. So for all you men out there, I was the king of this. I did not prioritize sleep. I was very proud of myself that I knew that at one point in my life, if I slept for 10 minutes at night, I would get another 24 hours out of my body. Now I needed to know that because of where I was in special operations and sleep deprivation was a thing. But 
I prided myself on that. And then there's that saying that all of us men have and the, the guys that want to act like they're hard. Oh, you can sleep when you're dead. Well, you're a fucking dumbass because you're not going to live while you're living. Then you need to sleep well while you're sleeping so you can live while you're living right? We need to live well. We want to live optimally. And that is what we're trying to do by promoting good sleep. Now, all you people that are out there, the business people that are like, grind, 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 I'm a grinder. And you want to fucking cheerlead the grind. Y'all are fucking dumb. And I'm going to tell you this right now, because you're probably more productive with better sleep in a smaller amount of time the next day than you are grinding till midnight or one in the morning and getting no sleep and then doing the next, the same thing the next day, getting up early, working till super late. You're probably working till super late because you're inefficient and inefficiencies happen because we're not getting proper sleep. So make sure that you actually get proper sleep and optimize the hours you're awake and don't allow yourself to go over those hours simply because the fact that you want to say that you grinded something out. So when you're up at the top, you can say, when I was here, I grinded and you're going to have to grind too. It's a falsity. And this is something Craig Ballantyne talks about and numerous people have debunked multiple fucking times. So just leave that bullshit at the door get better sleep, be more effective during your day and be more efficient with your time. Those things are paramount, but we need to remember that we have to decouple from this aspect of grinding and having pride in that grind because it's not helpful for us. So just remember when you're actually doing this correctly, men, when you're prioritizing your sleep, when you're prioritizing your fitness and you're prioritizing your diet, you're changing the way your body functions and you're optimizing the natural ability of your intricate and complex structure within yourself. If you can do this, you're going to change the game for how you perform every day. You're going to change the game psychologically. You're going to change the game hormonally. You're going to feel better. A lot of things that are going to affect you in a positive way are going to be the things that help you to thrive wherever you're going, whether you stay in your nine to five or whether you want to be an entrepreneur. But if you can prioritize these three things and get them dialed in, it's going to get you leaps and bounds further than trying to force whatever the fuck you're trying to force right now and eating like shit and giving yourself excuses and constantly allowing yourself to not own your word. All of those things that you're doing right now will go away. So start to implement this. I love this because these are very basic things you can do that can set you up for success. Now, real quick on the sleep, what I mean by this is you should make sure you have a sleep process before you go to bed and then understand that you will have some form of a test period of when your body naturally wakes up and how you feel because you want to see where you can go to. Now, I understand y'all have work and y'all are going to be putting on, you know, alarms and stuff like that. That's great. And it works this way as well. But when you put on that alarm and if you feel you wake up and you feel groggy, your sleep was shit. And whatever you did the night before to prep you for that was shit. I can promise you. Because when I switched to waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, I know 
that as soon as 5 a.m. hits, like my brain is up and I'm ready to rock and roll. I can be in, in here on my computer hammering out work. I can be downstairs doing my meditations and feel great. I'm not groggy in that. And I know when I am groggy, something got fucked. So just remember that like setting up the night before, prepping your body. And what do I mean by this? I'm going to tell you. What that means is the night before you prep the things to start your day. So the things that you don't want to get done so you can actually just flow through your morning to make things very simple so you can get to the tasks that are a priority, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is making sure that you get to bed on time to get the amount of sleep that you need, that you need, not eight hours, that you need to be optimal the next day. So making sure that you have a bedtime set, that you have your morning time set, and that you prep yourself leading into that. Part of that is making sure that you're not looking at a screen. You don't want to be doing that. And the reason isn't just because the blue light. The reason is also because what goes on in your brain. Part of what can keep you up at night is the fact that you're processing and you're going through something that intrigued your brain on that show or movie or that you were watching on your phone, whatever it is, and you're allowing that to process overnight for eight hours. It's simmering in your brain. The better answer is to read a book 30 minutes before you're you're ready to go to sleep, right? So you're in bed, you can read a book and shut off all screen time, shut off any correlation between your brain and that outside world other than your book. Now, that's one of the things you can do. The other thing that you can do as well is make sure that you drink maybe a sleepy time tea. Again, you can find these. They're organic. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them in Whole Foods. Pretty much any fucking store has them at this point. But you can do a sleepy time tea if you need a little extra oomph. There's ones with valerian, which is a natural root that you can utilize that will put you out within like 15 to 30 minutes. I mean, amazing, right? So like that's great as well. You can couple those things. And then the other thing is to just make sure that you're putting yourself to bed or at least in bed. And then if you have it and you have the capability to do this, my wife and I do, is put red lights in your bedroom. Why? Because that's the softest light out there and it allows your body to basically go through its normal hormonal process in which your serotonin converts to melatonin and allows you to get sleepier on time with your circadian rhythm. The reason why white lights suck and blue lights suck is because they mimic the sun. And in that case, our body doesn't know that we're actually at bedtime. So it's off its circadian rhythm. And then you think that, oh, I can't go to sleep. No, you can just get rid of some of the things that are hurting you, like the blue light from the TV, like the things like the white lights in your your kitchen or in your refrigerator. The last thing is, I'm going to say this, do not eat two hours at a minimum, two hours before you go to bed. The reason why, and and especially I would not eat carbohydrates at night for dinner in general, unless they're coming from vegetables. Anything that's a processed carb, you don't want to eat at nighttime. The reason why is because your body is going to process these things and spike insulin, and you're going to go pull yourself out. Your body essentially is going to pull yourself out of REM sleep as you're sleeping because of the fact that you're eating processed carbs at night and if you eat too close to bed. So make sure I personally would not eat any processed carbs, but if you're going to, whatever, do your thing, but then also eat two hours before you're going to go to bed. 
You can also leverage that for fasting, which we'll talk about on a different episode. But this is another piece that can help you with your health, your brain function, and your your immune system and all kinds of things. So structure your evening so that you're in bed and you're you're going to sleep with the amount of time of that you need quality sleep, right? And make sure that you're setting yourself up to walk yourself into that process successfully. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Men, we need to take our health more seriously than I see today. I just see too many guys not prioritizing this. And I think that that is something we need to remedy as the evolution of masculinity and men in the world today. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have not checked out the website, go over to johnnylsasser.com. We got a lot going on there. We have a subscription program called the Elite Man Community where we are diving into different subjects every week under a umbrella subject for the month on men. And I'm giving you guys videos and tools and PDFs. We're going to get guest speakers in there and the whole thing. So you get a community of men that you can talk to, you can share with, you can open up to. And this is how we build strong men in the world today. Go check that out. It's over at johnnylsasser.com. Go check out the Elite Man community. And last, if you guys love the episode and you guys love the Art of Masculinity podcast, head over to Apple iTunes, head over to wherever you listen. I think Spotify is doing this now. Give us a five-star rating and let people know what you really like about the podcast. It's helpful for them to see that. And it's also helpful for us here at the podcast. We do a lot here to support you guys and just looking to continue that support year after year. So love everybody tuning in, truly grateful for the community and appreciate you guys. And as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble until next time. 